Everyone has a unique gift, and Mike and Diana, host of the One Life podcast, believe that most people don't know how to use their gifts or what they are. Mike and Diana want you to see things from a different perspective and be true to yourself. The One Life podcast unites the world through art, fashion, music, and film. It inspires, motivates, and creates positive energy, love, and compassion to all communities and creates an equal playing field for all. On the One Life podcast, they cover topics like building relationships, overcoming adversity, habits of healthy people, and much, much more. We only have one life to live. Be yourself and live your truth. Add the One Life podcast to your playlist that's the number one in e-life available on spotify amazon music apple podcast and your favorite podcast platform what's up y'all welcome to the one life podcast i am mike Reed. as always i don't have my co-host with me today but she's still on vacation enjoying family time with her uh, family uh which is an incredible and an amazing thing i hope she's having a great time but i have my special co-host today with me brenda hernandez from pretty little poppy marketplace hello, hello. how are you doing today? i'm doing good how are you right. well, i'm doing okay okay you know what I'm, i am i am what, what do you call it struggling well that's been my thing for the last week. Struggling well. I'm um, struggling well. Because, um, you know, it's, it's a lot going on in my world. And we're just going to talk about this. Um, I don't know why, like, ever since I've, I've been taking this, um, or not even, not, I was going to say ever since I took the CAP class, right? But I think it started before that. Um, ever since I started my mindset journey and just being like super positive and like really start caring, I feel like I get more, you know, God gives you stuff and, and he doesn't give you stuff you can handle. Mm-hmm. I feel like the stronger I think I become like, he's giving me more now. And it's like, dude, I'm, I'm really not that strong. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say you could take some back. Yeah. You can take some of his back. Like, I don't know why you think I'm this strong. So, and, and it's been happening, like, yes. over the last three weeks. You know, um, I'm in my third, we're, we're in our third week of our um, positive psychology class, you know, through Palmdale. And I'm learning a lot. And it's great. And I really, you know, they accepted the third class. Nice. So that's something you should definitely look into. And yes. everybody else to definitely look into that because it will change your life. It will change your mindset. Um, it is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> I was like, you shouldn't start with saying ever since you started that it's going a little crazy. No, I know. <laughs> and, and it is. But I don't know if that's just, you know, life testing you or you, you, you know, going through everything. Mm-hmm. And you have to now all these new tools that I have, I have to put them into play and put them into work. It's kind of like when you want a red car and then you see a red car everywhere. Right. Have you noticed that? Mm-hmm. I think that that's how it is. Yeah. So. So yeah, so I'm I'm going through a lot this week. Um, I think um, I may have, you know, and it was crazy for me, right? Like, can I, I want to talk about this for a minute, like relationships, because I think I might have lost my my best friend the other day. I'm hoping that's not the case, um, but I may have, and that's just something I might have to accept. But um, it's crazy that. When you do something without any malice, right, or intentions behind it, um, it turns out to be the wrong thing to do. Like, we all make mistakes, right? So I know I did something, and I realize now 
that it was the wrong thing to do. But at the time, I thought it was the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But that's how we learn. Exactly. Right? Um, so, like, for me, like, I was talking to somebody yesterday, right? And I think my frustration and my um, disappointment is with, I feel like every time I make a mistake, like, I get crucified. Like, From no, yourself or from somebody No, else? from just other people. Like, like for no, for me, I'm always, um, I believe in second chances because I always look at the intent when someone does something. Like, what was their intentions? Was there really malice behind that? Or did you just make a mistake? Mm-hmm. Bad choice of wording. Uh, your delivery was wrong. I look at all those things, right? And then I try not to take things too personal, you know, whatever the situation is. But for me, um, I feel like people don't do that. I feel like people just judge me right off the bat. Like, damn, Mike made a mistake. Okay. Like, I committed murder. That's how bad, like, I feel like people, when they do something, or when I do something and they judge me, it's like, oh, fuck Mike, you know. And I'm like, dang. Do you that's feel just... like you take it like that, though? Yes, me. That's how. Well, like yeah, that? because I feel like people shut down on me. They stop talking to me. You know, they don't hang, hang out no more. So it's like, how else like am I supposed to? Yeah, they just cut it off. So how else am I supposed to take it? Like, dang, like, I made a mistake. Like, can we talk about it? Like, can you hear my side of the story? Or was you just the judge and the jury and just convicted me? Yes. That's how I feel with everything. I've had that before. You know, uh, even like with now, um, like there's so much to talk about right now. Because even like with right now, right? You know how people always say, you know, reach out to me. if You know, I'm always here, blah, blah, blah. People always say that. And for the most part, I want to say there are a handful of people that are genuine when they say that. But, and I'm just speaking in my opinion, my situation, my life, my, my whole you know, world. I feel like everything that I've been going through lately, like my whole world is kind of like crumbled. Like everything at once too, which is completely crazy to me. <laughs> like, like all in the same week. But I feel like I did reach out to people, right? Because I was like going down this depression road that I've been down before. And... um I had, you know, all these negative thoughts. You know, I had a couple of suicidal thoughts. Like, dude, I'm, I'm tired of this. Like, mm-hmm. But then I reached out to people. But I feel like when you reach out to people, and again, from my experience, they listen at the moment when you reach out, right? But then when you need that follow-up conversation or that check-in, like, there's no check-in. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dang, what happened to everybody? Like, they just disappear. Like, and I get everybody has their own problems, their own situations, their own issues. But dang, like, I feel like everybody just ghosted. Mm-hmm. I think you have to check in with the right people, though. And that is true. And, and that's the, why they say um, when you are going through, when you are at your lowest or whatever, you find mm-hmm. out who your real friends are. Yes. And, yes. you know, so I think, for, I think for me is over the last couple of weeks, um, I thought I had, and mind you, I'm 52 years old. My circle was already small. Mm-hmm. You know, at, at the older you get, the smaller your circle get, because you do get wiser and you know who you know is going to be there. I already thought my circle was small. But over the last couple of weeks, even a few weeks, I just found out that, oh, shit, it's smaller than I actually thought. Because the people that actually thought that I was close to me, like, they just completely ghosted on me. And I'm like, okay, wow. And so that's disappointing to me. It's, it's actually hurtful because I'm never like that with nobody. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm always true to things that I say. Like, if I'm there for you, I'm there for you. Come and knock on my door at 2, 3 in the morning. Like, call me. My phone is always on. Mm-hmm. 
And if I don't answer it, because it's a, it's a number that I don't recognize, but I will call you back if you leave me a message. But that's what makes you you. I know, but see, again. It's like the whole community over competition that we always right. talk about. Like, it's very easy to say it, mm-hmm. but to actually stand behind it. Right. That's where you separate yourself from a lot of people. That is true. And I, and I feel, you know, that is happening right now. Um, and, and I know it, it's like, I get that. People always say, you know, Mike, that's why you're special. That's why, you know, they, everybody appreciate what I do. But, you know, for instance, Coco from Disney. I don't, I don't know if you mm-hmm. you heard about that, right? So I posted that on my IG the other day. Um, she reminds reminded me of this one girl um, last summer. She was a big influencer. She had like four million followers, and she was always helping people. Like that was her thing. Mm-hmm. That was her niche. Like she was just helping people, always giving people advice, especially young women. And um, last summer, she committed suicide. Yeah, and I couldn't, I couldn't understand it because I was like, well, dang, she was helping so many people. Like, why would she do that? Mm-hmm. Same with Coco. Like, I read Coco. Like, if you go on Coco's Instagram right now, you would read this long, her last post. It was so positive, telling people how much she was a warrior and how much, you know, things she went through and adversity and she got through it and she's very blessed and blah, blah, blah like all this stuff, right? But then it's like how you, the next day you turn around and just end it. So last year when, when I was um, questioning, you know, the other good influential girl, I was like, you know, dang, how can she do that? Like, she was so positive. You know, somebody made sense when they said, um, yes, she was helping everybody else, but no one checked on, checked her. on her. Because it is draining. Mm-hmm. And this is the conversation I had uh, with a good friend of mine yesterday, um, Angelo, the other day. We was talking um, matter of fact, yesterday, yesterday, was it yesterday morning? No, because ha- this stuff happened to me Wednesday, Thursday morning, because I didn't sleep all day Wednesday. You know, because my, my, my friend who gave me the bad news, like, I was up all night. I just couldn't sleep because I couldn't, my mind couldn't register it, what was going on. Like, I was like, this is not happening. Like, I just, like, I felt like I was in a bad dream. Like, I couldn't sleep all night, so... That next morning, I was talking to Angelo, and um, I was like, and he was like, dude, what's wrong? Because, you know, I'm, I was in my home office, and he kind of walked by, and he was like, what's wrong? I was like, dude, I'm, like, mentally drained mm-hmm. right now. Like, it, when you're constantly helping people, when you're constantly fighting for something that you believe in and you love, like, I'm going to get emotional, too, mm-hmm. which I don't want to do. <laughs> Remember what you tell me, allow it. No, I know, but <laughs> this 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 pain right here hurts because, like, I did a video the other day, and I asked, like, why people don't fight for love no more, like older people. Mm-hmm. Like, you go out and you meet an older couple. Like, I met this older couple um, a month and a half ago, and I asked, well, they was telling me their story. This guy chased his wife for weeks or months, and finally she gave him an opportunity. It took three weeks after that opportunity for him to say, I want to marry you. And he asked her to marry her. And when I met them about a month and a half ago, um, they was just, because I went to their anniversary party. That's where I met them. 54 years. That's so beautiful. No, it is, right? It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking love those type of stories. Mm-hmm. But see, that's where like I'm old school. Mm-hmm. I'm like that. 
Like, I, I fight for what I believe in, for what I love. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine 54 years how much bullshit they went through? But they fought for it, and they got through it. And look, they're celebrating 54 years. Mm-hmm. Like, nowadays, and I was just talking to somebody this morning about that. People are so much into swiping left and right. Mm-hmm. Like, I never got into the trend, like the dating apps. But that's what nowadays it's all about. Like, the first red flag or first road in a bump, they're like, okay, whatever, fuck it, move to the next. Move to the next, yes. And it's like, I don't believe in that. Yes. Like, no, I don't want to go out there and start dating a bunch of people. Like, I'm too old for that. I'm like, that, oh, my God, no. And it's like there's some relationships that are a little too toxic and it's best to walk away. But when you truly, genuinely love somebody, I mean, that's what you fight for. Right. And, you- and, and I get that. So toxic relationships, yes, 100%, not healthy for nobody, definitely walk away. Like, I'm in the middle of a divorce right now. It was toxic. But I waited seven years. Like, I, at least I gave it a shot. Mm-hmm. Right? You I gave it a shot. It wasn't like three, four months, like, oh, okay, like, no, this is bad. I gave it a shot. That was like six, seven years, gave it a shot. And I get when you meet people, and I, I get that, you know, God brings people into your life for a reason. Um, but if there's no effort there... Like, when you first meet somebody, obviously you guys found something that you guys liked about each other. There mm-hmm. was an attraction, there was a, a connection, a chemistry, something. So why doesn't you have, why don't we have that same energy in the beginning, in the middle, mm-hmm. and towards the end, if it has to be an end, mm-hmm. have to keep that same energy. Yes. Right? So, like, even, like, with my, my situation now, is like, I don't understand it. I, I re- and I know somebody told me yesterday, I'm not supposed to understand everything. I'm like, okay, but I need to understand this. Mm-hmm. There's some things that you, I mean, it's one thing when you don't always get the answer, but in a situation like this, I feel like you want to know. You're right. part of this. Right. You're and part of the equation. It's not like you're. Right. And, and again, I'm just going to go touch back on the toxic, toxic relationships like, you know when a relationship is toxic. If you guys are arguing and fighting and just treating each other bad, yeah, that's toxic. You guys shouldn't be together. That's or, not my situation. Or you should fix it. Or you should try or, to fix or, it. Okay, well, yeah. Yeah. But this is where... it just becomes toxic and okay, you can still heal and fix it. 100%. And this is where I believe um, conversation is key. Mm-hmm. We always talk about conversation. I think everybody knows this. But for some reason, I feel like I always got to emphasize communication is key. Communication is so crucial. It's so key, right? So if you're in a situation and um, it it is going bad, you feel like it's going toxic or whatever the case may be, talk. Mm -hmm. Because talking something through, you can probably find a better solution than just saying, oh, fuck it. Mm -hmm. It's over. Wrap it up. Move to the next one. And a lot of times it's a misunderstanding. Exactly. Like you don't even realize that you're feeling a certain way and that's not even what it, it should be or what right. that other person is trying to do to you, but you're just not communicating that. Right. And you assume, and then it's just all bad after that. Right, because we, again, we receive and deliver things differently. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't like texting. Te- yeah. Oh, my God. Like, 
so many people. Why are you yelling at me? <laughs> people be texting me, and I hate texting. Like having I, texting is good for these quick, short responses. Yes, but to have a communic a conversation, you should see mine. <laughs> no, it's like no. Pick up the phone because that's where again miscommunication. Yes, you're taking something the wrong way out of context. Yes, that's not what I meant. That's not what I said. There's so, caps. You're yelling at me. Yes, yeah, like, no oh comma. Yes, right. Yes. So, I mean, so, but yeah, so communication is key. I feel like if you're in a relationship, I feel like one person should not make a decision for both of you. And then that's it. Yeah. Like if you're feeling a certain way, you feel uncomfortable or whatever the situation is, however you feel, like everybody's entitled to their, their, their opinions, their feelings. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a relationship, you guys are a team, you guys are partners then there should be a conversation about, okay, how can we fix this? Maybe the answer is, you know what, this ain't meant to be. Mm-hmm. But at least have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Just don't text somebody or call somebody and be like, hey, you know what, I don't think this is for me. I don't think we and should be together on. and move on. Like, right, like, what about the other person? Like, you didn't even you give that this. closure. Right, Perfect. that person a chance to explain themselves because maybe there was a miscommunication. To explain how they feel or, or something, like, you can't be judging a jury at the same time. Like, that's, that, to me, that's not fair. I feel like there should be a conversation about, okay, what's going on? How can we fix this? Especially if it's something that, I'm telling you, most times it's something so simple. Mm-hmm. It just takes a, a conversation, a healthy conversation, too. I'm, let's add that. Because yes. sometimes people think yelling and arguing like each other is a conversation, and that's not the case. I'm talking about sitting down and having a healthy conversation. That can fix so much mm-hmm. in this world. And I believe in relationships, it can. I'm really big on the five love language. Yes. Really I am too. Big. Ever since I took that test, I am too. Mm-hmm. And to really put yourself in their position. Because mm-hmm. if that's how you receive love or if that's what you need, I would just think out of respect and because you guys have been together, I'm only speaking for myself, but I would want to give that to you. Right. Like I would want to give you that peace or that closure if that was the case. All right. Like my, my five love language, the first one is touch. Right. So like the one thing I loved about uh, me and my girl is like every time we went out, she would grab my hand, hold my hand. Or if we was at a bar or a restaurant or something, when she sat next to me, she would put her hand on my uh, leg, mm-hmm. right? Or when I'm driving, she would put her hand on my shoulder right here on the, and rest on the armrest. It's physical touch. Mm-hmm. I love that, mm-hmm. right? My second one is words of affirmation. Now, that was one of her issues um, with, uh, like, sh- she didn't really adopt that too much. But I did for her. Maybe, and so I don't know if... Has I, she I, ever did it, did the test? Huh? Has she ever done the test? You know she did. Are? So physical uh, physical touch was her first one, too. Okay. So, so I think that's why, her. yeah, that's why she touches me and yeah. I touch her, right? So that worked out perfect. I forgot what her second one was. But I don't, so I don't know if, I got to read up on this again, if because words of affirmation, is that for me? Because I was doing that to her every day. Like I would always text her, you know, um, some but great But it's things. how you receive love. Mm-hmm. So right, so it is. So it is it would how you be, receive it. Yeah, it would be how you receive it. So you would want for that person to, to do always that to you. uplifting me mm-hmm. with positive words. But most and, likely, you do it because that's what you like. 
Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I do do it. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always like, and again, this is what I love about texting, like center little messages throughout the day. Hey, hope your day is going great. You know, you're amazing. You're great at your job, blah, blah, blah. That stuff's so important. Right. There's so many and it's, people. It's, if see, that's your love language. But I know, but it, I mean, I, I feel, but here's the I thing I think though. in general, that's nice. <laughs> but here's the thing. There's five love languages, right? Mm-hmm. Just like there's 24 character strengths. You may have your top five character strengths, right? But you still have all 24. Mm-hmm. You use all 24. You just use these top four, five more. That's how you so same it. with the love languages. You have all five. Mm-hmm. You do use all five. Mm-hmm. You just may use the top two more often. Mm-hmm. But the other three are still there that you do use. Mm-hmm. Right? So. And you still receive off of them, just maybe not as much. Yes. So that's why. Um, yeah, so that's why I do it because um, I love it. I love I, I love um, inspiring people, mm-hmm. you know. Because I think it's the little things that that help that people don't realize. Do do this small little thing, and it goes out such a long way. Like even just saying good morning, somebody. You know, when I go on my morning walks, um, I love it when someone's driving by or someone's outside, you know, in their garden, whatever, and they see me with my dog, and they're like, "Good morning." Just, I'm, see, just, something just something like simple, positive, yeah. right, and positive. Mm-hmm. I get I get the feel goods when I'm walking and someone says, hey, good morning, or just driving by and they wave, good morning. Or if I start my day with a hug, it, like, makes my whole day. Right. So, yeah, it's the simple things, man. People don't realize it's these small little simple things that uh, go such a long ways, and I wish we can do more of it. I wish I did. I missed, I didn't put that into consideration when I was younger mm-hmm. like in, in my marriage I've been married for almost 18 years but um I didn't do some of the little things and I can see how it can change someone's heart right mm-hmm. but for sure. from from where you was um so like we always have to measure right everything's measurable like so when you where you was 18 years ago compared to where you are now I'm assuming it's, it's a lot better. totally different mm-hmm. right but even your story like, you're, you have an amazing story. And I think that that's why um, whenever you're on the show, and thank you, by the way, for always being here, um, you always get, like, the highest ratings. Mm-hmm. I think that's because people relate to you because you do have an amazing story. And I, I admire that, and, and I try to – I try to. And that's why lately I've been trying to be more open and vulnerable. It's because I've been getting a lot of feedback from my post, mm-hmm. thanking people thanking me for doing that. I think honesty is so crucial. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, communication. Yes. It's communication for me. But it's it's not easy. It's, it's not. not. Um, and I think that's the, the struggle I'm having with right now because, and I think, you know, one of, one of the things that I know I have to work on is because I know how I am, and I, I know communication is easy for me. But just because it's not easy for her, I have mm-hmm. to I have to understand that and not put those expectations on her mm-hmm. because it's easy for me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because that might be the biggest challenge for her, right? Is to be able to do that, right? And and I'm the type of person where I'm not tunnel vision. Like, it doesn't have to be just my way, right? I look at things from every perspective, every angle, because um, I, I try to be very understanding. 
especially when I'm in a situation and, and I need to figure things out or when we having those like conversations, right? Like, cause I don't want it just to be a one way conversation. Like I want, I want to understand you. Yeah. I want to know where you're coming from so I can better, you know, maneuver or, or work around whatever problems we have. See, but that's, that's big on your part. Not very many people are like that at all, like at all. So I think that that's what sets you apart and that's why you do what you do and that's why you are the person that you are is because mm-hmm. you open yourself up to people like that and to be able to understand them and put yourself in that position because um, I feel like that's missed a lot. It is. Uh, and and, and I, I, I believe nowadays with this whole mental health movement, I'm grateful for it. I'm glad it's getting awareness that it is. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that some people take it way too left field. Like there's a balance. Like, like what you just said for me, right? Like I try to look at it from different people's perspective. I try to put myself in your situation. Um, and it's, especially when you're in a relationship, like it's give and take. Like her biggest thing is not communication, right? understand that so I have to be okay with that and that's how this is how a relationship works mm-hmm. I have to be able to accept that and that's my choice can I accept that and still be in this relationship now I've, I've chosen to accept it mm-hmm. and because I look at again the intent is she working on it is she improving mm-hmm. 100% like when I met her three years ago she was a totally different person than what she is now. And I saw the growth in her. And I was like, wow. That's amazing. Right. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I tell her that all the time. I was like, wow, you're amazing. I see the growth in you. She put in the work. Mm-hmm. So am I willing to give up a little bit of myself to accept that and still work with this person? Yeah, I, th- I think that's important. Like, that's just being supportive of your partner. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't understand why certain people or most people don't understand that. Like, I want to see you succeed. So if you're struggling, going through things, yes, it's important. This is where I talk about people going left foot field with the mental health. Yes, it's important for me to take care of my well-being. Mm-hmm. But if we're in this together, right, then it's still give and take. But we both have to do it. Like, I just can't give and you just keep take, 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 take. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to give me something back to fill whatever I just gave you. That makes sense? Yeah. I think it kind of also depends on where they're at mentally right? because you don't know. She could be in a very not great place and she can't even open up to you and she can't even mm-hmm. communicate with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just saying like for me, two weeks ago, I was in a really ugly place. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew it. You know, I mean, some people did know it because right when you would see me, you would know you, would, you get that vibe and you get that feeling. Right. But there was a disconnection that I just even though I wanted to do something or I want it, like I knew that I should have, I couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to do that. Mm -hmm. So I think that we know what we feel, but we can't say what they feel. And sometimes they can't even communicate it. Right. And they just really need like it's fight or flight at that moment. Mm -hmm. And they just need to remove themselves before Mm -hmm. Maybe even something worse happens. They say something that they don't necessarily mean. 
Right. Because I'm guilty of that. You know, there's times where I just, I, even just last week, I completely cut myself off from everybody. My mom, my best friend, my kids, everybody. I was just, I needed 12 hours by myself. Right. And, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. We all need breaks. We all need space. It's just not okay to live in that space. Like you got to come out at some point. What would be a good time frame for you? Like if you, like say for example, if I was like, I just want to isolate myself. Like what would you think a good time frame would be? In okay. your opinion. So, <laughs> but because I'm going through that right now. Like right where my situation is, you know, she says she needs time and space. I don't know because I'm, I'm, this is actually a perfect example. Because I never need time and space. Mm-hmm. Like me, like I'm so used to, no, I want to fix this now. I'm learning to have time and space and to like, okay, let me take a breath. Let me think about this. Right. But I'm so used to, no, let's fix this now Mm -hmm. only because I think about time. Like most people won't agree with me about this, but I think about time a lot. And the reason why I'm like this it's because if you and I got into an argument, right, and you said I need to need time and space, like my situation now, right, mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, but what if I didn't wake up this morning? What if she didn't wake up this morning? Mm-hmm. Then now I'm stuck how everybody does. What do people do at funerals? Mm-hmm. Damn, I, I wish I would have called her. Damn, I should have reached out. Damn, I should have said sorry. Damn, I should have did this. I've been down that road several fucking times, and it's not fucking fun. Mm-hmm. So I love hard. And when I have an issue with somebody, especially somebody I care about, I don't want too much time to go by because I'm not God. I don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow or next week. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to have that feeling where fuck I, sh- I could have made something right I could have said sorry I could have made it better I don't want to do that been there sucks mm-hmm. I mean most of us have mm-hmm. not a good feeling so um, that's where I'm in now I don't know what, what that time frame is but that's what I'm dealing with now and it's a struggle for me mm-hmm. because I want to reach out I want to so many things I want to say, but I know um, I can push the situation farther away. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand that. I just think differently. Like, I don't, like, I, I think it's been, I don't know how much time it's been now. Well, take it back. Today's the second day. But I'm failing at it. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I'm failing at it. Because I told her the other day I'll give her time and her space. But I texted her this morning. <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. No. And, you know, and I started my text off by saying that. I said, mm. I know I said I was going to get time. And I know I just failed. But it's part of my, one of my flaws. Mm-hmm. I'm working on it. So, But just hear me out real quick. <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're putting accountability in that, you know. But no, right. I mean, it's, it, it's hard. It's hard. It really is because I know like there was a part of me that wanted to fix something so bad and um, 
when the other person maybe doesn't want to fix it on your time timeline, mm-hmm. that's the hardest thing because then there's like a fear, a fear kicks in. It is. And then it's like, well, what if we don't, or what if this happens or what if, what if, what if, what if, what if, and then all of a sudden this fear consumes you and you don't know how to respond to that, you know? And then now all of a sudden all these emotions are starting to come up and, and something that just started off as sadness ends up, manifesting to where you have sadness and then you have insecurities kicking in and then you have fear and then you have and then all of a sudden you're just consumed with all this emotion and you just right it becomes a lot it does so you just made a great point so with my um divorce that i'm going through now right that's exactly what she did to me her mo was to always like run away from any little problem, right? And so now that's a trigger for me. Mm-hmm. So now when someone says, hey, I need space or you're, you're running away or I feel like you're running away, you're not literally running away, but you know, I mm-hmm. feel like you're running away. I'm fight or flight sometimes. Right, that, that's a trigger for me. So now I'm getting nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, shit. Like, are you out of here? Mm-hmm. Or do you really just need a minute and you're coming back. Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Yes. Especially if you're not communicating with me. Like if you're not like if you're not saying nothing. Now I'm I'm it's like I'm I'm hanging off a cliff. Mm-hmm. The unknown. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is a scary place. Mm-hmm. So that's why um I I I try to reach out, you know, I try to give people space and time. But it's it's hard for me because mm-hmm. I, I don't know. But that's where, too, I would put myself reverse role because if that's all she's asking and you're not doing it, then it's kind of like, are you are you really respecting her mm-hmm. and what she needs at the moment? Right. Which your intentions are great. Your intentions are love. Your intentions are fear. You know, it's, it's that worry of the future. But... You have to ask yourself, are you respecting what she's asked of you? Right. And I think that that can do a lot more harm. Right. So that's why earlier when I was saying, dang, I thought I was doing the right thing, yeah. but I realized I wasn't. But see, in the moment. But there's still time. Yeah. Well, I do believe that. I do believe that there's still time. I do believe that we go through a lot of ugly to be able to truly mold ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, and you think you're amazing now. This is just going to add a touch of character to your strength, you know. I I have been in the ugliest, ugliest, ugliest place in the last month, mm-hmm. and um, I finally see a little bit of the light, but um. It's when you get past that and you see what happened to you and how you were transformed through it and what you received from it and what you you learned from it, that's where the beauty kicks in. Mm-hmm. So you never know. Just honoring and respecting her wish of time can actually heal, which will allow for you guys to come back. You know, But so, we just never know the future. No, and we don't. So, cause so speaking about what what you were just saying, um, moving moving towards well being, 
Like, how do we know we're moving towards well-being? So, like, you just said you just went through a lot, right, mm-hmm. this past month. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with your story, right? So we have to, everything's measurable. We have to measure our well-being. And if you're working on your well-being, you kind of can measure it and know where you are. Mm-hmm. So compared to, you know, years ago when you was going through all your stuff, you know, and you had those thoughts, negative thoughts and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Compared, to, like, so if you took a, a, a well-being survey, right, mm-hmm. to measure your well-being back then, mm-hmm. like, let's say you was at a two. Last month or this month you're going through your stuff. Now, if you take that same survey and now your score, what would you think your score would be now? Um, I think that there would be a moment where I would be at a two, but I think that moment was short-lived. Mm-hmm. Um, back then, I would have stayed there for a long time. Right. And then now um, I climbed my way out of it quicker. Right. Because now I'm aware of... Of right. what's happening. So I, I would say your score from a 1 like to 10. A, I would probably be more like a 6. Okay, that's my point. Yeah. So from a 2 to a 6, mm-hmm. look at the measure. Yes. You've grown. Yes. So that that's what well-being is all about. This is why it's important for us to work on our well-being every day. No, you're not going to be better tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be better next month. Mm-hmm. But over time you're going to measure where you was before to where you are now. And you can see that and be like, okay, wow, I've come a long way. Now when things happen, I can maneuver through them Mm -hmm. fairly. Yeah, it still sucks. Like the moment's going to suck. You're Mm going to have your bad days, like how I am now, right? Ten years ago, me going through this same situation, oh, 100%, I would be like, motherfucker, fuck you. (laughs) Like, 100%, like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, I would have been a total asshole. But now I have a different mindset. Mm -hmm. I've worked on my well-being. I'm more understanding. I'm just this totally different person. But, look, I'm still, look, I'm sitting here on my show right now being emotional, crying, you know, and I typically don't cry in front of people. And that's the thing about men, like, we we don't show vulnerability. Yeah, that's hard for. I I've, it, I've noticed. I've no, heard that. I don't it is, know. But it I is know. no, it is, and because we're taught to be strong and like man up and be tough, right? Mm-hmm. But we we need to get out of that stigma. Stigma, like because it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at all the men that that does that now, that is strong. That not that they're strong, but they was raised that way. Like look, look at their mental health now. Mm-hmm. Like look how they treat other people. Like for the most part, it's all negative and bad. Yeah. Like it's why you have, you know, these guys that treat women bad. And I mean, everybody has to cry. Right. So I mean, I do. I cry a lot, but you never, you don't see it in public because I don't want to put that negative energy out there. Like I try to be positive when everybody see me. You know. Do you feel like that? Um, takes a toll on you. Yes, it does. It's draining. It's very that's, draining. That's, that's, that's what we were talking about earlier. Yes. It is, it is very draining when you got, like, so, again, this, what just happened to me Wednesday night, um, I didn't get no sleep, but, you know, so yesterday um, I woke up, I was very emotional in my own home, and 
my f- a friend of mine was like, dude, like, I'm coming to pick you up. Mm-hmm. So we went out to eat, had a couple of drinks, and um, but then I went so like I, I did some karaoke last night, and in the beginning part, you know, yes, I was smiling everybody's face, you know. Mm-hmm. My boy was like, man, come on, enjoy the moment. You're, you're out, not in the house, you know. But I was like, towards the end of the night, I was like, take me home. Mm-hmm. He was like, why? Because I was like, I don't want to be here. Because it is draining. It's, it's a lot because you have a lot of thoughts going through your head and trying to smile and have these conversations with people. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking draining. So at one point I was I was sitting in this um, bar and I was like, I don't want to be here. Like, I want to go home now. It's in my mind. Like, it, I, I, I was drained out at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, it took all my energy already. Now, and mind you, I was there for a while. I was there for a couple of hours. But it took all my energy. No, I was I was tripping out on that this month. Um, especially, like, with what we do. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're positive. You know, you, you like to um, have people find their purpose. And, you know, finding your purpose is a positive thing. You know, you're known for that. I'm bubbly and I'm, you know, there to help people. But what happens when you're not okay and you can't be bubbly? And the questions of, oh, are you okay? Those questions are actually harder to respond to because it's like, obviously, I'm not okay. If you can feel my vibe right now, then (laughs) that says a lot, especially when you know me by now. You know what? Somebody had a phone call this morning. And um, it was a business call, <laughs> and so it was like, "How you doing?" And um, I don't like lying to people. I, that's what it is with me. Like, oh, I'm you know what I'm good. saying? Like, yeah, because it, I mean, yeah, the, your generic answer is, "I'm okay." Mm-hmm. No, you're not. Yeah. So I, I, I'm always like, especially with people that I'm close with, I'm always like, "Okay, well, I don't mean to be negative, but I'm not okay today." Mm-hmm. Most of the people that I know. Um, they know that they know what that means, and they they know it's it's okay not to be okay. Mm-hmm. So they accept that, like you know, and they might say you know whatever. But I don't. I hate yeah. I hate when people. Hey, are you doing all right? You got like no, I'm not. Like, what do you say to that? <laughs> I know you don't. Like, what do you say? Like, because you you like you were taught to reach out to people, right? Yeah. But most people do it out of um, out of a. Uh, not respect. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, uh, oh my God, mind just went blank. A courtesy, like being polite. Being polite. That's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for. Most people say, "Hey, how you doing?" Because they're just trying to be polite, right? Mm-hmm. But they're not ready for the response you' about to give them. Mm-hmm. So when you say, "No, I'm not doing okay," they're not ready for that. Yeah, it's the unexpected. It, it is so uncomfortable <laughs> at that point because <laughs> now they don't know what to say. <laughs> but that's the trip, like, and even it's crazy because you know what you're supposed to do. When you're in a in a really bad spot uh, or point in life, you know, you tell people, oh, reach out or, oh, do this or, oh, do that. But when you're actually there, that's not always the thought process. Right. Because I know, like, um, there was a day when it was really bad. And um, I had five people messaging me. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. Like, I don't want the help. I don't want the conversation right now. I don't want. I just... I don't, I don't even know what I want right now. I don't know what to do. I don't know what I'm feeling, you know, and, and even going back 10 years and knowing what you felt, the scary thing is, and what you were talking about earlier is, um, 
when people look the happiest and they still have those thoughts, like it's because they still have that heartbreak. Mm -hmm. There's still something happening to where your mind does unfortunately go there, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, you don't know sometimes how to come out of that. You know, and you hope that you will and you, you know, you know that there's going to be people that are going to help you, but sometimes you don't know what you need, what you want, what you should do. And I think that that's when people kind of cut themselves off from people Mm -hmm. and just go fight or flight and kind of hide out from other people because they don't even know what they want. Right. I mean, that's just how I saw myself, Mm -hmm. but I mean, everybody's going to see themselves differently. Mm -hmm. I just... This last, I've been through a lot of valleys, a lot of valleys and a lot of highs and lows and blessings and, you know, reliving. I feel like I'm reliving 10 years ago. I'm not even going to lie. But um, with all of the knowledge that I've received and all of the, you know, the trials that I've gone through, you would think that I would have been stronger. You would think that I would have responded better. And unfortunately, I didn't. You know, I didn't because I was broken and I was empty and I was, I felt defeated. Well, it's, it's not a destination though. And that's, and that's why too, like with, for example, with her, you know, getting time, it, maybe that's not her destination. Right. It's just a moment that's mm-hmm. passing by right now. Mm-hmm. But it's scary because you don't know what, no matter what, your low is your low. Right. And it's an awful place to be. It is. And we and we're going to always have uh ups and downs, you know, through our lives no matter even if you are working on your well-being every day. You're still going to have, you know, your ups and downs, but that's what working on that's what well-being is. Mm-hmm. It's it's teaching us how to um adapt in, you know, and to maneuver through our ups and downs, you know, throughout the day. Mm-hmm. That's what work, working on your well-being is. Um it teaches you that. You know, for me, I I work on it every day. Um, I want to believe I'm a better person than I was five years ago, ten years ago, you know, last year. Because mm-hmm. I strive to be a better version today than I was yesterday. And I do. Like, yesterday I was a wreck. If you just saw me yesterday, I was a wreck. Um, but today I'm better. Mm-hmm. A little better. I'm not going to say all the way better, but a little better. But that's that's working on your well-being every day. Again, I'm not looking for a destination to get to. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to be better every day. And how would you recommend to, if someone's watching this, and how would you recommend to work on your well-being? It's finding those little small habits that gives you joy. Mm-hmm. Like, and so you have to find your own things. Like, everything doesn't work for every. Like, what works for me is not going to work for you. Okay. So, like, for me, you know, having a morning routine, um, I read a lot now. Uh, I just recently started studying the Bible. Um, I go on morning walks. Um, I started working out again. Um, just having these small things that give you your jokes of joy. Okay. So that's what you talk about when you say that. Yeah. Okay. They're small little things that give you your jokes of joy. So when something happens, um, and I used to talk about this a lot, it's a playbook. Mm-hmm. Like if something happens, just go into your playbook. Have a, I used to tell people, um, write down 10 or more things that give you joy, whether it's reading, walking, exercising, eating a chocolate bar, chocolate ice cream, whatever it is, they give you jokes of joy. Mm-hmm. Write that down. So when something happens, you can go to that, and it puts you in a better space. 
than what you are. Mm-hmm. And I like that. You might go down your list. I mean, there, there's days where I go down my list and I get to the bottom of my list. Mm-hmm. And you know what's at the bottom of my list? Mm-hmm. Sleep. Oh, my God, I slept for two days. <laughs> no, for real, 100%. I went down my list. I went down my list, and um, I, I remember what day it was. I think it was one day last week. I was having a real bad day. I went down my list, tried to do everything, read, watch a movie, listen to music, go for a walk. <laughs> Nothing was working. So you know what I did? Climbed in a bit, went to sleep. That's so funny. <laughs> I just did that. I just shut it down. I did that. I, I went. It was a Friday and I just put my phone away, and I went to bed, and I slept and slept and slept, and for two days. Yeah. But I think I needed that. I needed to rest. But see, that's working on your well-being. That's one of your things, mm-hmm. and that's that helps most people. And it's okay. You know what? I'm gonna shut it down for a couple of days. Yeah. Let's go to sleep. I saw my emails the next. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, well, there's consequences yeah, to. to that. Taking so many, so, so much time off. But yeah, um, that's one of my things. Um, that's not the last on my list, but because I don't want to sleep. I don't, I don't like sleep, but it is. Sometimes you need it. Sometimes you need Yeah, you got to listen to your body. I think that that's what, when we were talking about, um, when we were talking about this, um, originally we were going to interview, you know, other businesses and, and, and the bikers and stuff. But um, when I had seen you, and we, we were kind of both in the same spot oh, yeah, at yeah. that day. You know, it was just a tough day in mm-hmm. general. But um, I felt like so often we always try to be so positive. Mm-hmm. And, and it's okay to be a little down and talk about being down mm-hmm. and what it feels like to be down. And maybe you're in an ugly spot, you know, and... Because eventually you're going to talk about something positive because you're going to get out of that, hopefully. Right. But um, I don't know. I think I just I've seen a lot of people that are sad right now. I feel like there's this sadness going around with a lot of people and it makes me sad. But that's that's why I'm grateful for the mental health awareness is because I think people are starting to open up. Mm-hmm. And when you first start opening up it's gonna hurt it's like going to therapy for the first time Mm -hmm. like they bring out what's deep down that you thought you buried but no it's everything's still there there. but that that's their job is to bring all that up because you have to acknowledge it take accountability Mm -hmm. like for whatever it was like right so for like even like for me so a lot of people don't know my full story because i don't talk about it um a lot um, I never really shared it with people, like I, only the people that's closest to me. But even they don't even know the full story. So I want people, because now that, you know, I'm doing this show and I'm like being more vulnerable and I'm speaking my truth and I'm telling my truth, like on my posts, you know, I'm like, look, this is me. Mm-hmm. Like, don't you get, love me or hate me. Mm-hmm. This is me. But I need to do this for myself because I need to be better. Mm -hmm. So most people know that like my mom was murdered at five months old. Right. What they don't, what a lot of people don't know is that my father killed her and he was an LAPD officer. And 
I still don't know the full story. Like my older brothers and sisters, like I'm the baby of seven kids. There's a couple of different versions on what happened in that kitchen that morning. One of the stories that um, I was told is that my mom was trying to actually kill me. And so that's why he killed her. So, but I, I don't, I don't know if that's true, but that's what my brothers and sisters told me. Um, so from that moment on, um, my, my father and his mother raised me. Right. So I never knew my mother's side of the family. I still don't. Um, but from that moment on, my father's, uh, mother, my grandmother raised me, but then the one thing that I, I never understood growing up is like, okay, you did that for me, but out of seven kids and I'm the baby, why are you still, why are you treating me like shit? Like he's like, he didn't live with, like I lived with his mom. He would come over every day to check on me and check on my other brother, sister, but he would only beat me. I never understood that. Like, why would you save me to beat me? I never understood that shit. That's crazy. But, and that's why, like, me and him never had a great relationship. I still, again, I still don't know the full story of what happened. Um, But, you know, this is why I love so hard. And I try to be positive. Because the way I grew up, I don't want to see people like it's fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. So I always told myself that I would be better than him when I had kids. And I, and I believe I, I accomplished that. Like I never touched my kids. I never I may have yelled at them, but you know, I've always treated them with respect and love. But this is why I love so hard. Um, because again, I, no one should have ever grew up and was raised the way I was. Like I didn't have that love. And even like when he passed away like four years ago now, my older brothers and sisters asked me in, at, at the fucking hospital because they, I'm the one that um, told the doctors to take him off life support. And they was like, why you hate dad so much? And I'm like, are you serious asking me that? And it was only my other, my um, youngest sister, who's uh, two years older than me. She got upset. And she looked at my other older brother and sister because my grandmother raised me and my younger sister. My other brother and sister, they lived somewhere else. But she got upset that day and asked, she was like, why are you asking him a stupid ass question like that? You guys know what dad did to him. Mm-hmm. And they all, <laughs> which is funny as hell. They all was like, no, we don't know. Like y'all wasn't there. <laughs> like y'all ordered to me. Y'all know y'all was there. They're like, no, we, we wasn't, we didn't, we didn't know what's going on. We didn't know. So again, I, I didn't have that family love, which, you know, I thought I had. It wasn't there. They all ignored all that. 
So, and this is why when I've been on since, been on my own since I was fourteen. Cause I finally left at fourteen, and I got tired of him beating me, and I was like, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So I, I went on my own. Um, I finally grew up and was strong enough to just go on my own. And I have vowed that, dude, I was, and I grew up in a gang neighborhood too, mind it. So mm-hmm. not only was my dad beating me up, but I had the neighborhood beating me up, like just horrible. I was just surrounded. Horrible. Yeah, I was, I was in an environment where I was just treated like shit, mm-hmm. like all, every day. And so I finally left. And um, that's why I said, like, I vowed to myself, like, dude, I, w- I would try to never treat nobody like shit. I think that's why, for me, time is important because I don't want I don't want to leave this world and have regrets. I don't want someone else to leave, and I felt like I did somebody wrong, and I don't want to make it right. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's why I do what I do because of that. So I know a lot of people always, you know, ask me like, why, why are you so positive? How are you so positive? And it's not easy. I get drained. Because it is draining. I promise you, the other day, yesterday morning, when I was sitting in my office and Angelo walked by, I told him, I said, dude, I want to shut all this down. I don't want to do show no more. I, I want to quit my cat class. I want to shut it all down. I said, I'm tired. I don't want to do nothing. He talked me out of it. He's like, dude, don't do that. I was like, dude, you don't understand how draining this shit is. And I'm trying to save a relationship at the same time. Like, it is fucking draining. That's so crazy. We were literally, we literally said the same exact thing. Because I was like, I'm so done. I'm so tired. I'm so drained. I don't want to do this no more. Yeah. But look how far you came. I mean, look how far we came. No, I, I don't know. And, and that's... And I think that's the difference, um, like, we share with, with most people, right? Because, again, we all struggle with something. Mm-hmm. And people always ask me, how, like, why, how are you so positive? And all this, right? Well, because I know, I'm uh, oh, sorry. Trying to play footsie. <laughs> <laughs> I know um, everything is going to be okay. Like, I know it. Like, 52 years, I've been through a lot of bullshit, and I've gone through it. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I'm going to get through this. During that, during the process, during the moment, yeah, it sucks. It freaking it sucks. It sucks. But I know it's going to be okay. I just have to, because, again, it's measurable. You look at what you've been through mm-hmm. and how far you've gotten. Look how far I've came. Like, I know I've been truly blessed in my life. No matter, the, like, I look at my life and, like, I'm not supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. I'm, mm-hmm. No way in hell. You can tell me that story, and I made it this far. Um, not on my own, but, like, I literally went out there on my own and, like, did, made all this shit happen. So it's measurable. I look at it, and that's what gets me through it. You know, so Angelo had to remind me of that yesterday. Mm-hmm. They're like, dude, look all the stuff you do. That's what's amazing, though, is when you do have those people that remind you. Yeah. that That's very special because um, – Sometimes we do need those reminders because I was, you guys know how much I love Pretty Little Poppy. Oh, yeah. And I was literally like, I can't do this no more. 
because I was drained and I was tired and I was I was like, okay, I'm gonna hand this off to my my daughter if anything or just I don't know. But you just you you're you're in such an ugly spot. Yeah. And you get tired. You get really, really tired. You know, I think what drains me is that I think we were just talking about this earlier. I'm the one that's always, always apologizing or trying to fix something. Like, because again, I look at time. So I'm, I'm always the one that's sucking it up. Like, you know what? All right, my bad. Let's just continue so we can enjoy life. I'm always the one that's trying. Nobody ever comes to me and says sorry. Like, hey, I was wrong, or let's fix this, or hey, let's talk about it. You know, I'm the one that's always got to make that first move. And I think that's, for me, that's where I get drained a lot. But it's crazy because I'm just like that. I'm the one who, I can't go to sleep angry. I me have neither. to say I'm sorry. Like, yes. I don't care if we just had this mean old argument. I cannot go to sleep. I will sit there for hours. Like, I'll poke at you. Like, I just need to have that peace for, for the night. Right. But we kind of, but we do that to ourselves. Yes. So it's like we're draining ourselves. And, and it's like that was the one thing I, I had just shared with somebody. I want to learn to love myself and to be confident in myself mm. in everything that I do, even when I don't do that. Because it's okay to not be the one that apologizes, especially if when you don't do nothing wrong, you know. But it's like we choose to do that. I was doing this inventory at one of my meetings and um, at first you write down like all the wrong that people have done to you. But when you actually go, you find out what you did wrong in that situation. Mm-hmm. So I'm over here thinking like, oh, they wronged me. They wronged me. They wronged me. And then I found out that I had to reverse it and find my wrong. And a lot of times it's my actions that are actually making it harder on myself, mm. you know, by me having to have that apology like does it really really make or break me right or or is it sincere like there's times where i tell him like oh um apologize to me and then he apologizes and then i'm like well you just apologize because i told you to apologize right but then it's like it's a lose-lose at that point because i'm i'm forcing it (laughs) you know i I don't know (laughs) I, i told my my i told one of my exes that one time um, she was like, what do you want me to say? And I'm like, well, if I tell you to say, then it's not sincere. I need you to tell me, like, I shouldn't have to tell you what to say. Cause then you're not going to mean it. You're yes. just saying it just to kind of like minimize the situation. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to tell you what to say. But then when they say something and it's not what we like, yeah, are they wrong? No, because they're they're telling they're actually telling the truth. Like, yeah, I'm, most people see. Sometimes I'm like, oh, that's not what I wanted to hear, and then no, it just right, it's me not off what we more. it's not what we wanted to hear because we have expectations right there where we we want a telepath. What what, what we I need want for them you to, to say, say this, this without telling you, right, right. <laughs> and, but no, um, I I appreciate when someone tells me the truth, even like the other day. The, when 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 Marcy first told me, you know what she told me Wednesday. First thing I said was, "I appreciate your honesty." That was the first thing that came out of my mouth. I didn't like what she said. Mm-hmm. I said, "I appreciate your honesty." Mm-hmm. I said, "But this is how I feel." And I had a conversation. 
But um, I mean, yeah, cause we we don't we don't we don't like what people say because it's not what we want to hear, mm-hmm. you know. But it's it's we got to understand that at at the moment that's their truth, mm-hmm. and we have to acknowledge it, you know. And yeah. and but see, that's where communication comes in. Well, right. You know, because they can still say that, and then if we share what we would hope, now they're aware of it. Right. You know, but if you don't communicate. And that, that can change the conversation. Know. Oh, definitely. Again, healthy conversations. Definitely. If you say, okay, I appreciate you. I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. This is how it made me feel. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel now. Mm-hmm. So that's a healthy conversation. And that can change everything. Mm-hmm. Opposed to you hearing something and you saying, you know what, fuck that. Fuck you. That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Why you say that? You know, you full of shit. Mm-hmm. And then walk away. That, that's not the solution. Angry. Right. That's not the solution. Nothing's going to get fixed. And that's it. All You're right. just going to stay angry for a little, for, for a long time. Exactly. And so that's why. I'm telling you, this is why Jesus never got married. <laughs> I know that's funny, right? No, but it's, it, it is true. I do feel like communication. I, if there's somebody out there that's going through a hard patch with anybody, communicate communicate with your boss with your co-workers with your children I had to talk to my kids about a very uncomfortable conversation because of decisions that mom made mm-hmm. you know and now they're you know 17 and 15 years old they're old enough but I could have done one or two things I could have not shared with them the mistakes that mom made or I could share with them with the hopes that they learn from it and don't do those. Right. But that was hard for me to sit there and be accountable for wrongdoing, you know, and, and have to sit there and say, oh, crap, you know, I'm not in a good place right now and my poor kids are suffering for it. Right. You know, but I don't know. It's been a very interesting month for sure. I feel like I'm getting out of it, though. I'm happy that you are. No, seriously. It's been an ugly month, though. You know, it has been an ugly month. And that's why I think I'm here to encourage you that you're on the right track. You know, I do believe that you are. I know. I, I, and I know, um, I know, and, and today's just day two for me. So I know it's going to get better. Um, and I know, I know I'm, I'm better at my well-being now to handle a situation like this. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's no malice. Like, there's, like, I love being in a relationship. I, I do. I love being married. Um, I know it takes work. Mm-hmm. Like, nothing comes easy. Mm-hmm. Right? But we all think, you know, things are just supposed to be easy. And, again, it goes back to what we were talking about earlier where people, red flag, well, I'm out. Going that D out, word oh, gets thrown away. Right. I'm going over here to the other side, and it, the grass isn't always green over there. It's, gra- it's greener where you water it. Yes. Everybody's heard that phrase before, but that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, you can leave this relationship, but guess what? The next one you go to, you're going to have similar issues, mm-hmm. similar problems. There, there's always going to be problems. So why not just stick it out here? If it's not that toxic, fix it. Make it work. That's what these older people do, and look how long they've been married. Because, like, I understand why people don't understand that concept. Mm-hmm. But I know things are going to be better because um, I have her best interests at heart and mine at the same time. Mm-hmm. She's a good person. I'm a good person. 
I know th- these ain't gonna work out. Um, it's just going through the the motions and the process of. I think I was just telling Angelo this the other day. Like this is this is our first hiccup. This is the first one. Yeah. That, and that's what I was telling you earlier. Like we've never had an argument. Like we've had little like disagreements, but there was like friendly disagreements where it was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like we never had an argument, we never had a fight. This is like our first one, and it was, and it wasn't even. This is why I can't wrap my mind around what's going on right now because it's like, it's not. This hiccup is not even that bad. Like one day we're gonna laugh about this and be like, dude, we really went through that over this. Like that's funny as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like really. I mean, it's it's a beautiful thing when you can laugh after the fact. No, and I mean, I'm finding this hilarious, but I mean, it still hurts. <laughs> it still hurts because, and I I don't want to minimize it, Link. So let me let me correct myself, because she's going through a struggle. I'm going through a struggle right now. It's this. And this is what I believe, and this is something I learned in um, therapy. That most couples, and he did this thing with me and my um, my ex-wife before. Uh, like if we're facing each other, right? He said, you have your struggles and your demons and your issues and all that. And I have mine as well, right? But when we're facing each other, we're bringing that into the relationship. Then he said, now put your backs towards each other. He said, now that's how you're supposed to deal with your issues. You get it? Yeah. Because those are your issues. Yeah. Those are your demons. Yeah. You need to deal with that over there. Don't bring that into the relationship. So right now, she has her struggles and I have mm-hmm. mine. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we just brought them into the relationship. Mm-hmm. Not saying it was intentional, but it happens. Mm-hmm. So now we have to figure out, okay, let's, we need to take that out of the relationship. Mm-hmm. Because our struggles has nothing to do with our relationship. Mm-hmm. But once you bring them into it, then it becomes a part of it. Then it becomes a part of it. So we need yeah. to figure out how to remove it. And that's why I was, I mean, it's so true what you're saying, because um, with all of this that has happened with me personally, um, it was self-care and self-growth that mm-hmm. I needed on my own, but it would reflect in my relationship because I was going through so much that you would, you would. Um, who else are you going to take it out on? You know, you always take well, it out on your your oh, yeah. partner, you know, cause he's there and yeah. And then, <laughs> you know, same thing with him and what he was going through. But, um, something happens when you really just focus on yourself mm-hmm. and you just fix yourself. And then it allows for you to be a better partner. Right. In a sense. So one, one of the things that I struggle with is, and, and you touched on this earlier, loving yourself. I do struggle with that. Like, I, I know how to work on my well-being, and I don't know if it's the same. I've never learned how to love myself. I still don't today. I don't either. I, I don't. Like, people keep telling me that, Mike, you got to love yourself. Like, I, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that either. Okay, so we need, we need, help, <laughs> we need help in that department. Anybody so, knows how yeah. to love. But you know what? Like, I don't hate myself. No, me neither. I don't hate myself. I just... You know, I mean, I wish I was better. I try to be better. I don't see my, a lot of times I don't see my worth. Um, I don't see my beauty. I've always struggled with that. I'm a very insecure person. Mm. Um, and when I say all that, people tell me that I don't 
loves myself. Right. But I don't hate myself. Right. I think for for me, it's um, like, yeah, I don't hate myself. I know my value. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to put myself first. I think that's where people say, well, you might, you got to put yourself mm. first because you got to love yourself first before you can love someone else. But it's like, I, I believe I love myself. Like, I don't hate myself. Like, I think I'm a great person. Mm. I know my value. But I don't put myself first. I don't, I don't put myself, myself first. a priority. Right, I don't. I always, mm-hmm. always. I'm make, starting to. I just started, like, two weeks ago. I'm not sure if I started to or not. Well, but, like, when you go to therapy and stuff, doesn't that... Well, when I used to, yeah, that is, that's taking care of your well-being, right. But, like, right now, the situation I'm in right now is, like, she's going through her struggles, right? But I'm going through my struggles. But guess what? I'm more concerned with her struggles Mm -hmm. because I want her to be okay. That's because you love her. Because, no, I do. 100% I love her. 100%. Um, And, but I know I'm going to be okay. And I think that's why when people say love yourself, it's like, okay, well, I'm not sure... If I'm actually not doing that. Because mm-hmm. I know I'm strong. I know I'm going to be okay. Do do I get emotional? Do I get have my bad days? Yes. But I know I'm going to be okay. So that's why I don't put myself first. Because I, I want to see you succeed. I want you to be happy. And I know that I can't make nobody happy. But I can't add value. I can add value, happiness value to you. Mm-hmm. So that's why I like to make sure my people are okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure she's okay. But then that's when we also get exhausted. I know. And that's, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. So that's, then, that's draining. Yeah. So then there has to be that balance. Right. And I mean, maybe that's where I, I was well, not even a maybe. I know that's where I <laughs> fail and I struggle. It's like I don't have that balance because. Balance is hard. I'm, I'm going to always. This is just me personally. I can't speak for other men out there. But when I'm in a relationship, I'm all in. Like, I don't cheat on my girls. I've never cheated. Um, I'm always tentative. I'm always going to make sure my girl is okay. Mm-hmm. 100% always. Every every morning, I like to call you if you're not if we're not living together. Make sure you're okay. After work, I like to know, how was your day? Mm-hmm. Is there anything I can do to make your day better if you had a bad day? Mm-hmm. Like, what can I do? I literally stop work sometimes. Like, what can I do to make your day better? I've told her this, like, several times. Like when she took when she calls me and say, you know what, I'm having a bad day at work. Okay, cool, babe. I understand. Uh, what can I do to make yourself better? You want to go out to eat? You want me to give you a back massage? You know, what, what do you need me to do? <laughs> no, seriously. Like, no. And one yeah, day she, she called. <laughs> no, one day she called me on that. She's like, I really need a back and a foot massage. Cool, I got you. Okay. And when she came to my house, I hooked her up. But that's how I am. So, I, and again, this is why I love so hard because. You're my, my girl. I want you to be okay. Because mm-hmm. if you're okay, I'm okay. Yes. Yes. That's, That's the one thing with partnerships. Yeah. And relationships is you want the other person to be okay. Because it is true. If they're okay, you're okay. And right. both and if, of you are okay. And, and then, yeah, and then we're okay. Mm-hmm. Then everybody's okay. Everybody's okay. Now, I mean, but that's working as a team. Yes. And, yes. and, I'm, and, and she does that for me. Like she's she's helped me a lot, mm-hmm. you know, when I needed it. But again, that's what partners do for each other, because she wanted me to be okay. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like 
the cup is empty. You mm-hmm. just have to fill it up again. Yeah. That's all it is. So she just needs time to fill it up, and you need time. Well, not, not, I don't know her and where she's at, and so with respect to her, but I can only speak for myself, but sometimes you just need to remove yourself, fill yourself up again, and then go back out and do it again, because it does get draining. It does get draining, and it's it's a lot. And I don't want to give you half of me, because half of me is not very much, obviously. Well, (laughs) you're funny. (laughs) No, but you know, that... what you just said makes sense, and it's it's kind of how the model I, I adopted maybe five years ago when I was um, transitioning into careers, like doing this, you know, full time, opposed to being in entertainment. You know, um, everything I everything I any project or anything I'm involved in, whether it's community work or anything, has to have a meaning and a purpose, right? I get asked a lot to do certain things. Like someone called me last week, asked me to edit one of their um, short films that they're filming. Um, they're like, Mike, you know, you're available. And I ain't talked to this person in over 10 years. <laughs> they called me out of, but I still got all my connections in the industry. Um, and I, I told them, I told them no. I said no, because it has no meaning or purpose for me. I don't do things for the money no more. Like I, t- I told them no and uh, respectfully, I said, no, I, I don't have the time or the energy. And I told them what I tell most people. I said, I wouldn't be able to give you 100%. Mm-hmm. And if I can't give you 100%, then therefore my services are no good to you nor me. Mm-hmm. And I think that's fair. Mm-hmm. Like, that's and, and I approach every situation like that. Like if I can't give you 100%, then there's no purpose of doing it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like half-assing anything. Again, that's why I love so hard. Like I, when I'm in a relationship, I'm committed. I'm I'm in there. Like we we gonna we gonna fight through this. I do believe. I don't know if it's just me tripping, but um, I do feel when we were given a second chance at life, mm-hmm. I feel like it wasn't our life anymore to live and. It's, there's, now it's really what is my purpose, and in my purpose is love. And I don't know if that makes sense, but as much as I didn't want it to be like that, I feel like after I was given a second chance at life, things just started happening for me, whether or not I wanted them to, whether I expected them to, but it, it, it forced me to live a divine purpose in a sense well i don't know if that makes sense no it do because that's that's what that's what life just threw at me with my with my engine blowing in my car Mm -hmm. me not going down to burbank every morning for work like it's forcing me to now pivot Mm -hmm. to do to do which is crazy to do something i want to do i just wasn't didn't think I was ready to do it, but life kind of just said, no, you're ready here. And you're going to do it. You're going to do it. Yes. That's how I feel. No, that's how the situation I'm in now. So I don't have my car no more because I didn't, my engine blew and I can't go down to Burbank. So I had to give up that Mm -hmm. income, right? 
So now I'm forced to now get another income out here, which is great because I kept complaining like, damn, I'm tired of the commute. <laughs> right. But, but you keep doing it. No. Yeah. And yeah. it was crazy. And I was complaining about spending like I was spending like five hundred dollars a month on gas on my commute. That's crazy, how much huh? I was spending on gas every month. Five hundred dollars. But now I'm like, dang, I got an extra five hundred dollars. Right. <laughs> When's lunch now? You know what I mean? So um But isn't that crazy? That is crazy. Mm-hmm. So I see what life is doing. So over the last few weeks, I've just been in that transition mode, like pivoting mm-hmm. to all this new stuff. It's a struggle mm-hmm. because I'm one, I'm not used to it. And it was like a hard left turn. Like, yes. damn. Yes. Like there was no preparation. It was none mm-hmm. at all. That's like what happened to me. it threw me the fuck off. It like did. for real. <laughs> <laughs> like, at one point, I was just sitting in my house like, I was oh, like, shit. what the fuck just happened? Yeah, I'm like, what am I going to do? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I mean, so, yeah, I was like, and it's crazy because at this point in my career and just age, you would think you have everything figured out. I was so stuck, like, I didn't have a brain in my head. Mm-mm. Like, I was like, wow, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do right now. Mm-hmm. That was me. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. But everything is starting to fall into place now. It I is. see it now. So I'm, I'm grateful. I would have just wished. I didn't know I had to go to hell and back for right. it. But I, hey. I, a little heads up. Uh, communication. Excuse me. Can we have this yeah, communication? Yeah, like please? whatever with our communication. He's like, were you talking to me every day? Because I was trying to show you. I know, right? It's like, oh, my God. I'm, I totally missed it. Mm-hmm. I, but it's weird because you know something's happening. You can see something happening. But you don't officially know it's happening. And then even when it happens, you still question it. Mm. And it's not until you get through it that you sit back and then you're like, oh, crap. That was what was happening. It's so weird. It's like you're in a in a different realm, mm. in a sense. No, you know, it, it hit me. Um, I remember the day it hit me. Um, when my car broke, finally broke down, I was, I was on a 14. And I just passed by Rancho, the mall area. And all of a sudden, my car didn't have no power. And so I cruised <laughs> to Avenue in and got off. But, it was, you know, it's a, a, the, on, the off-ramp is, goes uphill. Like incline. incline, right. And in the middle of the incline, my, my car didn't have no power. So it just stopped. <laughs> and I immediately called 911. Because I don't know if most people know, like, if you're on the freeway and you're in a dangerous spot, call 911. They'll be out there in a minute because they don't want to see someone running to yeah, the back yeah. of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they'd be, so a Highway Patrol was out there within, like, five minutes, and he pushed me off the road. But as I was waiting for him, I was just sitting there like, okay, mm-hmm. this is it. Yep. I had that moment right there. Like, and, I, and, and like you said, you go through things where you see it. So my car had uh, had problems a week before that, and I thought I had fixed it. Mm-hmm. I thought I was just going to get through it, but apparently that wasn't it. <laughs> See, I'm not the only one. Whew. No, yeah. Anyways, okay, this was a great conversation. Thank yes. you, Brenda. Um, I needed to release some stuff. I did. I never, I never was that emotional on this show. I have that effect. I told you that last time. No, you do. <laughs> Just kidding. No, hundred percent, and that's why I mentioned to you earlier. You, you, every time you're on here, the ratings, uh, yeah, like the highest ratings, because I think it's just your energy and your story. Like you're very authentic. Like I wish, I wish most people out here, how we talking about community competition, mm-hmm. 
really got to know you or they should really get to know you because your energy and your purpose is real out here. Thank you. And I think that's why I was able to sit here and just tell my truth with you. And like, I feel it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know your story and I admire you. Like your strength gives me strength. And your strength gives me iron sharpens iron. I exactly. hundred percent. I do believe that. And, and, and in that, like I'm, just as broken I'm just as you know sad but I think um when you are living your purpose there's a joy that you cannot withhold from people mm-hmm. you know it's just it's something inside of you and um you want to share it and like you said the reason why you love is because everything that happened to you I'm the same way I love because I don't want people to hurt right. the way that I hurt exactly. and I think that that's also what happens to a lot of people that end up making that decision unfortunately is they spend their whole life making people happy making people feel loved and 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 joy and they're missing it the whole time Mm -hmm. you know and i think that's why we have to give and take very much so because it's needed it is needed Um, imagine how hard it is to be nice isn't that sad (laughs) It is. No, it, it, it is. Um, this is why, like, earlier on in, um, in um, entertainment, people, like, in, in entertainment, there used to be a stigma about um, why you can't do positive records or gospel records because no one wanted to listen to it. Like, no one wanted to, like, be positive or joyful and all that, right? So it it was like if you was a person trying to do a positive record or mm-hmm. you know a gospel record back in the day, like people was like, "Ain't gonna work." Or anything. But now, like I don't think gospel all the time now. Well, now it's different. Now, yeah. Yeah, now nowadays it's different, right? But back in the yeah. day, it, it wasn't. Um, and I don't know why. I swear but, we're gonna have a news that's just gonna be positive. Right. Uh, yeah, that's just a whole another <laughs> conversation about people consuming all this negative stuff that's going on right now. But it's contagious. It it's contagious, but so is joy. And and there is this thing I did with Carissa. It was so funny. So when you go to the park, and so imagine just 20 people hanging out. Sorry, I don't even know how long we're, we have. But imagine 20 people just hanging out. And if I make eye-to-eye contact with you, I have to just start laughing, like randomly. And then if I make, so I have to laugh with you, and I have to go give you a hug. So if you laugh at me, I'm thinking like, okay, what what would I do funny? So, okay, so no, but like it's the plan. Okay, so look at if we make eye to eye contact, you have to laugh, okay? Okay. So you just go like that. Just laugh. <laughs> Hold on, that's all. So you have to keep going for like ten seconds. Okay. Okay, so keep going. <laughs> I don't know. What but are we you. supposed to say something? No. Just that's laugh. That's it. Just laugh. Ten seconds is a long time. I know, but eventually, watch in those ten seconds, you'll really laugh. You'll really laugh? You'll really laugh. Well, I get that. And then, too, when you hug somebody, it genuinely makes you smile. It does. Like, no matter what. So mm-hmm. it's it's just like it's this thing you do for, like, 20 minutes, and you just run around, and you laugh at each other, and you hug each other, and it just does something to you. But how weird how that's weird. Okay, you said you, you, said you guys did this? 
we want to do it. We want to bring oh. it out to the um, to the park out here. We tried to do it. We look so stupid. <laughs> okay, so no, that's actually a great idea. You probably should do it on the boulevard. We right want to do it. But you guys should all have on like t- these t-shirts. I don't with some type of fr- phrase on it, so people will understand what you're doing. Yes, you want to do it with us? <laughs> yeah, I'll do Let's it. Let's do it. You have to really do it. Okay, ready? Okay, don't look at me. <laughs> you're making me laugh already. See. <laughs> Let me get ready. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's funny. <laughs> but you're not supposed to say something. But see me, I would talk. I would like. You could talk. I mean, I you would just say something. But do you see? Look at look how our conversation started, and look at how your heart feels right now. No, no, it feels great. Isn't that amazing? Oh no, yeah, I, I feel so. Like light. I do feel light. I feel positive. Like, I don't feel heavy no more. Like, mm-hmm. like, yeah, I don't feel heavy. I don't feel drained right now. But see, that's about, that that's, that's, that's depositing mm-hmm. into your, your bank, right? Mm-hmm. Because we withdraw and give to people so much, mm-hmm. but we also have to put that back. Mm-hmm. And this is putting it back. See, little things like that. Exactly. I just, I feel different. Like, my chest feels different. And that was what I was, when I'm, I started this program, and, um, I think for the last two years, I haven't allowed myself to feel emotions, certain emotions that I've just kind of like swept mm-hmm. under the rug, swept under the rug. And um, it wasn't until this week that I actually felt true emotions, like mm-hmm. completely sur- completely sober off everything. And um, I felt joy for the first time, genuinely. And I even, like, I stood back for a second and I was like, whoa, what do I feel? And I just started laughing because I felt this peace and joy overcome me. And I have not felt that in so long. Right. And it's a trip because it's like, why would you not want that? Right. Why would you not want to feel joy? I'm, I'm probably the same way. I haven't um, gotten that emotional in a very long time. But I know how. And that's why before I, I, I told my story, I have to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Like. I have to for my well-being. And that's what we're learning in our CAP class. Like, we have to, one, be accountable for our own. Because we we all have choices. Mm -hmm. Whether we want to be happy or sad every day. You know, even though we have our bad days, but we still have to, you know, we still have that choice. Mm -hmm. You know, again, like I said, I always say, I'm I'm no exception to the rule. I'm far from perfect. Mm -hmm. I make mistakes. I have my bad days. Difference is... I work on my well-being, so I'm probably going to get through it way better than you if you're not working on your well-being. Yes. yes. That's, that's the only difference. But that's why it's important to work on your well-being. So yes. you can get through these days. Mm-hmm. Not saying they're gonna, it's going to be easy, but you'll see the growth, and you'll see how when you, when you pivot and you move newer through these bad days, mm-hmm. how much better it is knowing that, wow, working on my well-being actually helps mm-hmm. when you when you when you're faced with these type of challenges and to the power of you know whether you meditate or you pray or whatever like even in the brokenness you know for me i pray i pray with the hopes that i'm going to get out of it quicker faster All right you yeah. know something you know and you know just having that little bit extra oomph to be able to heal a little bit quicker right. i don't know but yeah 
Well, we are running out of time, but thank yes. you, Brenda. Thank um, you for laughing with me. <laughs> no, we got to do this. That's funny. We'll I, do that. I, 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 will, I would love to be a part of that because I, I want to see the reaction on other people's faces. Yes. We would bring so much joy to the boulevard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm totally down. I know somebody who makes t shirts. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you do, yeah. All right. Um, thank you again, Brenda. Um, thank you. Appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank you for what you do. We all appreciate you for that. Thank you for always being positive. Thank you. And we're out of here. Be well.